Welcome to Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Your host, Jeanette Linfoot, talks to incredible people about their experiences and unleashing their full potential. From the boardroom tables of big international business to the dining room tables of entrepreneurial startups, embracing opportunities, overcoming challenges, taking risks, while staying true to yourself is where the magic happens. Hi, it's Jeanette here. If you're enjoying Brave, Bold, Brilliant, I'd love it if you'd subscribe, share with your friends and leave a five-star review. Let's do it. Here's the show. Good morning, lovely people. Jeanette here. Hope you've had a great start to the day. Um, so listen, question for you. Do you want to be in the top 5% of people business leaders, businesses, whatever you're doing. Because if you do, then this is absolutely the right place for you today. Now, the reality often is that 95% of people never really fulfill their true potential. And you know what? That's not necessarily a bad thing because, you know, sometimes it's okay to just, you know, settle and plod along. You know, but if you know that there is more to you than what you are achieving right now, then the great thing is there are no limits. You can be in that top 5%, that top 1%, whatever it may be. So if you know that there's more for you, then this is going to be the perfect session for you. Equally, if you actually deep down inside know that you can do more, but you're not quite sure how to get there, um, then again, this is going to be a good session for you because I'm going to share with you some really useful, practical tips that you can put into play straight away. So if you don't just want to settle for mediocrity and you want to be in the top 5%, you want to absolutely unlock your potential, then grab a pen and paper and let's get cracking. Let's take some notes here, people, because there's a lot for us to go through. So, you know, who wants to play small? Not me. I don't want to play small. And I'm sure that a lot of you don't want to play small either. So, you know, this sounds a little bit crazy, but it is a conscious decision to actually say, I don't want to be average. I want to be in the top 5%. Now, the first thing to actually do, I'm going to take you through is to recognize what the signs of mediocrity are because then you can watch out for them can't you if you're aware of you know that sort of averageness coming into your life then you're in a position to be able to actually change that so that's the first thing i'm going to take you through seven signs of mediocrity but then importantly i am going to take you through eight ways that are important if you want to excel and be the absolute best at whatever it is you're doing. So there's going to be a lot of content, you know, and for me, this is so important because I talk about this a lot, but we only have one life. You know, we don't know how long we're going to live. We don't know uh, the impact that we can actually have on the world. Um, but let's not waste it. Every single day is precious. So for me, actually being the best version of myself and helping other people unlock their true potential is what gets me out of bed in the morning. It genuinely is, you know, because I've had a fabulous career and I'm not saying that to brag. I feel incredibly grateful 
for the career that I've had today and the business life that I've had. Um, but I'm not naive either, you know, because it's not easy. And I've had highs, lows, ups, downs like anyone. So I'm not saying any of that to brag. You know, so first of all, I want to say thank you to all of you who are listening, watching this on, you know, LinkedIn or Facebook or watching it on YouTube, um, you know, because your time is precious, but you've taken the time to say, no, I want to be in the top 5%, so I'm going to listen to what Jeanette has got to say. So well done you. Thank you for being here. Right then, so let's get into it. The signs of mediocrity. Now, there are basically seven signs of mediocrity. Now, the first one, and remember, these are to be avoided, okay? So these are for you to watch out and be really honest with yourself here. You know, ask yourself, am I displaying any of these signs? Because if you are, then that's a little bit of a warning that you need to take maybe some different action. Um, it might be that just some things creep in every now and then, and that you know can happen to us all because we're only human, aren't we? We are all perfectly imperfect. But if we're aware of this stuff, we've got much more chance of being able to address it, take action, etc. So let's um, get into this then. So the first sign of mediocrity is what I will call rear view mirror syndrome. And this is basically where you look back to the past far too much. Now, we can learn lessons from the past. Don't get me wrong. And I think that's a good thing to do. However, if you're staying there too long and you are always looking backwards and not looking forwards, then you're actually going to find it quite difficult to achieve what you want to achieve because those goals and aspirations are in the future. They're in the here and now, but they're also in the future. They are not in the past. The past is gone. You cannot change it. So yes, learn from it. But please, please do not always be looking backwards and saying, oh, well, that happened before. So therefore it's going to happen again. So rear view mirror syndrome. Don't live in the past. Live in the here and now and live for the future as well. Second one, lack of purpose. So if you're not sure what your reason why is and why you're doing stuff, what's important to you, what are you trying to achieve? How the hell are you going to get there? You know, and I see this a lot, actually, where people aren't sure. They're not clear of their reason why. You know, and this is a little bit like driving a car, isn't it? Getting in the car, not knowing your destination. Well, you're going to you're going to drive around pretty aimlessly for quite a lot of time, wasting, you know, diesel, petrol, energy, emotion and time. So it's exactly the same here. So if you have got a lack of purpose, you know, get clear, get clear on what it is you're trying to achieve. Now, the third um, sign of mediocrity is isolating incidents. I told you there was going to be a lot of information, didn't I? Isolating incidents. Now, by that, I mean whereby, you know, when you say miss a deadline or you don't go to the gym or, you know, you, you're kind of always missing things as, as what you actually describe to yourself as one-off incidents, actually, that can form a pattern because, you know, it, the way that you do anything is the way you do everything. And the easiest person to lie to is yourself. So, you know, if you're missing a target or you're missing a deadline or you've not made that sales call or whatever it is, and you just put it down as, oh, well, it doesn't matter. It was only a one off. 
No, actually, you need to get into good regular routines. So, you know, those isolating incidents, they do matter. The important thing is to recognize when it's happening and then take action. So isolating incidents. Number four, the one of the biggest, biggest reasons why people only achieve average and don't achieve great or excellent is because there's a lack of accountability. Now, having a mentor or a coach or a compassionate friend or a business partner or a family member that is going to hold you to account, but most importantly, hold yourself to account. What standards are you setting for yourself? You know, so accountability is so, so important. You know, and when I work with people one to one intensely, one of the main benefits that they get is I will hold them to account. I expect them to be taking action. I expect them to be moving forward. And I will be there 100% to keep them true, to help unblock the blockages, to see what's going on, and to make sure that they are moving forward. So, you know, lack of accountability can really mean that you just sort of settle and you don't actually move forward and, and get in that top 5% that we're talking about. So watch out for that. Ask yourself... You know, are you holding yourself to account? You know, have you got the discipline and the structure to do that? Or do you need some support? What are you doing for your personal development? Because if the answer is not very much and you're not really got the accountability, then, you know, that's something for you to address. Right, the fifth point the, of mediocrity, these are signs to watch out for, things to be avoided, is having a mediocre circle of influence. So think about the people you're spending time with. Are you hanging about with deadbeats and unambitious people, people that are sapping your energy, that are maybe just taking and draining you? Or are you spending your time with people that are going to lift you up, encourage you, that are doing better than you? They're a couple of steps ahead. Maybe they're five steps ahead, but you're going to learn and you're going to grow. So really look at who you're spending time with. Are you spending time with winners or are you spending time with losers? Because the reality is, you know, I think they, there's some stat that says you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So take a good hard look. And that might mean being a little bit ruthless. And possibly you might need to say farewell to certain people that are in your life that are not serving you. Or you might just need to limit the time you spend with them or the, you know, the way that you spend that time, the topics you talk about potentially. So, you know, that's something else just to really bear in mind. You know, having people in your life that are going to learn from, support, push you, give you the accountability, show you a different alternative to what you're doing. Those are the kind of people you want to be surrounded by. You want to be surrounded by winners, um, definitely not losers. OK, number six, lack of personal development. Ask yourself, what are you doing for your own personal development? Now, by personal development, I mean, you know, a training course. What are you reading? What are you listening to on, on podcasts? You know, how are you keeping yourself in tip top shape, you know, physically, mentally? How are you networking, putting yourself out there? Are you learning a new skill? Are you genning up on some industry trends that are happening in your business area? But, you know, what are you doing about your personal development? Because we are all work in progress and you need to be, in my opinion, doing something every single day to move yourself forward, to make you a better version of who you were yesterday. 
I work on my personal development every single day, every single day. And that's also includes your mindset. Have you got a growth mindset? You know, we're talking about high performance here, being in the top 5%, the elite group of people that are going to really make an impact. Well, you're not going to get there if you're not investing in yourself. When did you last pay for a course or mentoring or something out of your own money, not the business paying? You know, and if that has been never or not for a long time, maybe that suggests that you don't take investment in yourself seriously. The best investment you can ever make is in yourself, 100%. So lack of personal development. And then the final point that is a sign of mediocrity is a lack of urgency. I'll do it tomorrow. It doesn't matter. I'll get round to it. I should do this. I should do that. No, set yourself a deadline crack on, have an action plan and work towards it. But having a sense of urgency gives you focus. It will move you forward. So I've just rattled through seven signs of mediocrity. Now, these are also covered in a great book by Hal Elrod called The Miracle Morning. Now, I live by The Miracle Morning. So if you haven't read that book, check it out. It's a really simple read. But in there, it also covers those seven signs of mediocrity in a lot more detail. So definitely check that out. Right. So what are we going to do? That is the question. How are you going to get in the top 5% of whatever you want to achieve in life? Now, I want to share with you a quote from Confucius. Now, I have shared this before. So some of you may have heard this, but it is so powerful. I want to share it again. So Confucius said, those who think they can and those who think they can't are both usually right. I'm going to say it again. Those who think they can and those who think they can't are both usually right. So it starts with the inner you. OK, having a growth mindset, making a decision to be the best is the first starting point. So I'm going to share with you eight points now in terms of what you can do to be in the top 5% of whatever your chosen field is. It could be, you know, it could be a personal thing. It could be fitness. It could be business. It could be an entrepreneur. It could be to create um, a new product or service. It could be a charitable um, venture that you're really interested in. You might want to make a, a difference to solve world poverty. Whatever it is, to be the best you can, these are the eight things that I think are really important in order for you to do that. So, as I say, if you've not got a pen and paper already, please do grab one because I'm going to share a lot of detail with you now. Right. The first point, decide. Sounds obvious, right? Decide you want to be in the top 5% and it is a choice. It doesn't happen by chance. Elite Athletes do not win gold medals by chance. They make a conscious decision that they are going to win. They want to be in the top 5%, the top 1%, the top half a percent, whatever it might be. But decide, because once you decide, that's the start to the rest of your life. And you draw a line in the sand at that point and go, right, this is how it's going to be. OK, that's the first thing. The second one you got to believe in yourself, you know, um, and for any of you out there 
that maybe suffer with a lack of self-belief, maybe a bit of the old imposter syndrome kicks in, you know, and I have certainly suffered with that over the years. I have to work on my mindset, my self-belief every single day. You've got to tell yourself how great you are, you know, um, and yeah, whatever you need to do to, to, you know, really believe in yourself, genuinely believe in yourself, then that it means there are no limits. You've made the decision to be in the top 5% and you genuinely, genuinely believe you're going to get there. And when you have those wobbles of insecurity or self-doubt or worrying that you're not fitting in, that is perfectly normal. But let's just work on that constantly. Work on that self-belief. Put motivational phrases up in your office, around the house, on your mirror when you're doing your makeup in the morning, whatever it takes. But remind yourself that you can achieve anything. You're far more powerful than you actually know. Seriously. So self-belief, that's the second part. Work on that every day. Third, I touched on this as a, one of the signs of mediocrity, right, is you've got to be clear on what you want. What do you want to be the best at? Because you can't be the best at everything. <laughs> so, you know, choose, make a conscious decision in terms of where you want to focus. What do you want to achieve? What legacy do you want to leave for your kids in this life or your family or your loved ones or those around you or broader kind of impact on the world? What do you want written on your gravestone? What do you want? Get clear, get absolutely clear and, you know, I've done previous posts and sessions and podcast episodes about how you can get clear. So I'm not going to cover it now. But, you know, spending that time and really thinking about what's important to you and what you want is, is critical. And that's very often, well, actually nine times out of ten, pretty much I will always start there with the mentees. When I work with people intensely, they achieve incredible results, adding six figures plus to their income levels and creating multi-million pound businesses, not by chance, but because they decide they want to be the best in the top 5%, we work on their mindset and their self-belief and I help them get absolutely crystal clear on what they're aiming for, what they're trying to achieve, what's their reason why. And that's why they excel, plus the other points I'm going to take you through. Right, so clarity of what you want. Number four, positive self-talk. Okay, now I know this sounds, it can sound a bit woo-woo, but that inner voice in your head do any of you ever have that where, you know, there's just this niggle, this little gremlin. You're not good enough. You don't belong. It's linked to that imposter syndrome very often. But negative self-talk, because what you're doing actually then is you are talking to your subconscious self. Um, and, you know, you have to really change the dialogue. You have to change your own dialogue to yourself. So whenever ever you catch yourself being negative or putting yourself down, which we all do, you know, we, we often do that. Sometimes I used to do it a lot. I think, well, I'll get in first before someone else does. It's not great, is it, actually, you know, because we are all fantastic, but you've got to believe it. And when you're having those wobbles, have that positive self-talk. You can do this. You are going to achieve it. Talk as if it's already happened, because what you're doing, you're training your subconscious brain. Um, and actually, what's a really great part of this is affirmations. So every single morning, I say my affirmations out loud. I say what I want. And, you know, that makes it start to feel very real. I visualize that. All of that is linked to positive self-talk. So, you know, point number four, positive self-talk. Number five, get off your arse and take action. 
I know it sounds obvious and I'm probably being a bit harsh, but nothing is going to happen if you don't take action. So please, you know, whatever you do, take the action and, you know, be prepared to put the hard work in. If you want to be in the top 5% of people on in the world, that by definition means that you actually have to do the actions that 95% of people are not prepared to do, right? So action is absolutely, you know, critical, so critical. Get started. And it's a great quote. I was listening to Les Brown, actually, the other day, and um, it was an old uh, presentation he was doing. I was watching it on YouTube. So again, you know, listening to positive people and what he said, um, and again, write this down, is you don't have to be great to get started, but you have to start to be great. I'm going to say it again. You don't have to be great to get started, but you have but you have to start to be great. And that's all linked to action. So it's absolutely spot on. Right. Number six. We're getting through these people. Right. Don't compare yourself to others. Honestly, we do it all the time. We look at other people and we think, oh, we should be like them or they're taking more action or they're making more decisions. Or look at their life. Isn't it wonderful? They've got the car. They've got the beautiful wife, husband, the kids, the amazing properties, the second home in the sun, whatever it may be. Do not compare yourself to others. It's dangerous, right? They are on their journey and that is fine. But you are on your journey your journey is your journey. Your purpose and reason why is unique to you. Now, if we compare ourselves to others all the time, then often that can make us, you know, have a wobble. And quite frankly, you know, there's a lot of nonsense out there, you know, in particular on social media, you know, the image that people portray is often not real. It's not real. So you don't know what people's struggles are. You don't know uh, what actions they're taking. You don't know the successes, the failures. So please, please, please try very hard not to compare yourself to others. Now, yes, listen to other people to give you motivation and maybe ideas and support. But don't compare yourself to others in a negative way if you're not doing enough and they're doing great. Um, you know, and equally, if you see someone else fail at something, be there to support and help and, and give them a hand up, you know, um, because sometimes I think we can almost gain satisfaction out of looking at seeing other people fail. And that's just not a nice thing to do, is it? So I think, you know, just be careful of comparing yourself to others. Right. Point number seven, make it OK to fail. Right. You're going to fail at a load of stuff. You are. And if you want to be in that five percent, then by definition, you're going to have to do a lot of stuff and not everything is going to work out. And you know what? That is fine. I would argue that if you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough. You're in your comfort zone. You're in the zone of mediocrity. So it's safe, isn't it? It's easy. It's comfortable. But, you know, that's not where the growth comes. You don't get to be great. You don't achieve brilliant by, you know, just being average. So failure is such an important thing, you know. And, you know, we don't fail. We learn, you know, we learn and we grow. And, you know, if things are not going right and you're feeling rubbish and it just feels like the world is conspiring against you, then it's giving you a lesson, and you haven't learned the lesson yet. But when you learn the lesson, there's a greater gift. 
coming for you. And you might find that those mistakes and those failings, they're repeated. It's because you've not learned the lesson yet. They're still showing up. You know, maybe you're in a bad relationship or, you know, this is a repeated behavior. Um, you need to learn the lesson. And when you learn the lesson and that lesson comes through failing many times, sometimes it could be thousands of times. But, you know, it's the one time that you get it right, that that's where the magic happens. So please don't be hard on yourself. Give yourself permission to fail and try stuff and also give your teams permission to fail and try stuff. You know, create an environment where it's okay to actually get things wrong. Just don't make the same mistakes twice. Um, so creating an environment where it's okay to fail, really important. And then my final, final point um, is point number eight, and it's linked to the action point, discipline. You know, it's consistent action that's important. Keep going, keep going, have the discipline, whatever that is in. Like this morning I went out for a run. I didn't want to go for a run. It was the last thing I wanted to do, but I got out there and I did it because it's so important. And remember, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So having the discipline, the focus, the drive, and when it hurts, remember you're growing. That's where you're building muscle. You're building new skills, knowledge, experience, but you've got to be consistent. You've got to actually be disciplined about your actions. So I have covered a huge amount today. I could go on for much longer, obviously, because I like to talk, as you know, but I honestly hope it's been useful for you. Um, I genuinely, genuinely believe that every single person, every single one of you has got greatness within, and it's how do we unlock it that's important. Be in that top 5%. Dream big. Take the action. There aren't any limits. Please, please, please live your best life because we only have one. So I honestly hope that that has been helpful. I gave you seven signs to watch out for of mediocrity. So if you catch yourself falling into any of them, then take note and, and decide to actually do something differently. And those eight points that are going to help you go from good to great to brilliant because it is by being brave and bold that you will unlock your brilliant 100%. Now, for any of you that need a little bit of support and guidance, I am more than happy for you to jump on a free mentoring session with me, a quick 15 minutes, you know, get get into some action, get into some focus. I can help you, you know, really pin down what do you want from life? What's that 5% look like? You might be struggling with the action side of things and I can help you with that as well. So if you want to, then please, more than happy for you to jump on a free mentoring session with me because I genuinely care and I want you to live your best life. So that's enough from me. Have a fabulous rest of the day, whatever you're doing. And just remember everyone, it's by being brave and bold that you are gonna be brilliant. No limits. Take care, everyone. Bye now. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.